Time to set sail on another episode of Unconstitutional Awakening, the podcast. I'm your captain, Jim Bob Shorts, and tonight we've got something extra, extra special planned for you guys, man. I have been hard at work, of course, as usual, looking for you guys, some sweet folks to talk to, and I happen to land the spokesperson of the United States Pirate Party. Yes, you heard that right. And uh, his name is Mitch Davalo. He's actually... I mean, I might have said his last name wrong, so I do apologize, but Mitch is a really cool guy, man. He heads the pirate party out there in Chicagoland and does a lot with like the main pirate party. He's the voice you see on Twitter and such, for example, man. So, you know, he's, he's, he's a real cool guy and man, this is going to be one hell of a conversation. You guys like the, I've got, We've got some good points and some a whole bunch of stuff going on with this conversation, and it's one I've actually been looking forward to and kind of keeping on the low low from you guys for a little while because I've had it planned for some time. Bandit and Luis are gonna, uh, you know, hop on board for this one, and you know this this is just gonna be. I have been looking forward to this conversation, man. You know, everybody's out there; they're either they're either left or right or libertarian, and you know, and we you know anarchists and such get a bad rap and that's why we're all a bunch of freedom pirates because you know we just want to be free people and the folks over there at the pirate party really got some change going on and the things that they're talking about and have been quite successful even so far even you know in the scene of politics and stuff so i'm really excited for this and i'm excited for you guys for this man so i can't wait to to get into this episode tonight man but of course anything we do talk about or if you want to be able to get back to mitch and learn more about the pirate party you're going to be able to do so by hopping over to everyone's favorite website online the place where everybody loves to hang out unconstitutionalawakening.com your home for everything us man we got all kinds of great things going on over there man there's places you can hang out and post if you're banned from Facebook or wherever you're banned from. I know that one guy that's always, you know, that you've guys seen on here on the show, as well as in the comments, Steven, man, he's always over there on UA social, leaving us some sweet, spicy memes. So you guys are always welcome to get over there and check that out too, as well as the host section there where you can get back to all your favorite crew members and what they're doing on social media, man. <clears throat> Over there in the podcast and more section is where you can find links to each episode. You can find links to episodes that 
of me over there on the Red Pill Projects. You can even find episodes to links of shows that we have been so ple- you know so lucky enough to go be a guest spot on and such. Man, we uh, all kinds of good things over there. And just make sure you get in there and check that out, man. Especially while you're over there to answer those questions to get yourself some of this sweet Freedom Pirate merch, man. These unconstitutional awakening the podcast stickers, man. I I love giving stickers away, and we've given away quite a bit already. So I know we're going to give away some more here soon. Y'all make sure y'all are listening up for that question at the end of tonight's episode so that you can do that. While you're over there hanging out on unconstitutionalawakening.com, you can find places to watch us if all you do is listen, and listen if all you do is watch us, as well as a link to just listen while you're hanging out on the show, man, or hanging out on the website, man. It's all I got it all hooked up. There's a link to get back and get you some of that sweet UA merch, shirts, stickers, hats, pillows, coffee mugs. I have seen a bunch of cool stuff come out of there, man, and we can't, we cannot thank you enough for that support and we appreciate it so much because you guys are why we keep going man so thanks big thanks to each and every one of you out there another way you can show us a little bit of support man is check out our friends in liberty kirk elliott peachy key creations ammo can survival brett pike with classical learner and homeschools connected and pure pet wellness all people doing great things in the world that are not the corporations that you know, rule our lives. So you guys go give them some love and check them out, see what they got going on. But again, I am excited to get into this episode. So I really need to quit weighing this mouth, running this mouth of mine here so that uh, we can weigh anchor and set sail on this guy. So, so what was it you were saying, Luis? So what does the pirate party stand for? Pirate Party stands for anything and everything pirate. And that is something that I've been trying to push forward. We are pirate radio. We are the Edelweiss pirates of Nazi Germany. We are the original meaning of the Pirate Party, which was copyright and patent reform, internet piracy. That was literally the idea of what the Pirate Party was, was we were fighting for copyright and patent reform, intellectual property is theft. And we were saying that we need reform. And mass surveillance is becoming an issue. And we, it, it became more issues kept getting added on. We were, it started off as simply copyright and privacy. And then it's, it, it built and built and built until it is what it is today. The Pirate Party stands for a free and open culture. Uh, and I think that piracy as a term and as a word has always meant free and open. And... I just think we stay true to that ideal. Hey, I, that that statement right there, like me and you were going to get great along, man, because I think pirates are the only true free men. Like, yeah, I mean, they were nothing held them any bounds or whatever. You know, a lot of people, a lot of people hear pirates and they think of a lot of negative type things and a negative, maybe stereotypes and such. But like, I've always kind of run with it because like you know no most of the when you really get into the history of it which we've done a little bit of a special on it and such they were just free men who didn't want to be tied down by a centralized state and it i mean man it's something that i'm super passionate about for sure like it (laughs) I, i i think everyone has the right to be free in any aspect that they're doing as long as they're not bringing harm to anyone or you know, don't take don't take people shit. Don't hurt nobody. That's kind of my philosophy on a lot of things. It's just, it, you know, I mean, sure, protect yourself, of course. But I'm saying, like, just it's, I don't know. It's it's seems to be common sense that seems to be lost throughout 
a weird period of history. Can I clarify something though? I'm gonna clarify something before we, we get way way out there. What did I do? Um, we don't we don't and 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 it's not to be frowned on though by any means whatsoever. It's just we don't align with any specific uh political party, but if we had to, you know, if we did in some way, shape, or form align with a political party, that structure is what we what we would be looking for. We would we 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 like to think of I ourselves think, yeah, as like as well. anarcho pirate anarcho pirates. <laughs> you know, um, are you affiliated? We still don't as well? hold. You know what was that, Luis? Are you? Uh, is your also affiliation with the, the Swedish uh, party, pirate party, that also has actually seats? I believe currently still in in their government. Yeah, in parliament. I believe so. In fact, I know that the government in majority power, the majority government uh, of Czechia, uh, has pirates in it. Uh, they because the they have pirates an international over in pirate party. Doing, what's up? They have an international pirate party. They do. Pirate Party International. We all stay connected. It, it's a very, very intertwined community. Those in the pirate community know everyone in the pirate community. It is, uh, it's awesome. It, 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 we, uh, I applaud all the work that Pirate Party in, in Europe, especially, has done. Uh, we have worked the United States Pirate Party have worked especially close with the Australian pirates in recent history. Uh, you know, it's one of these things. It's just, it's a worldwide movement. And it, it's very, it's fairly new. It came out, the first pirate party was Sweden, and we were the second. And it was all 2006. You know, it, oh, so it was around, so you guys came out, would, would you say that in some ways it was correlated and inspired or somewhat organically uh, coalesced into existence in some, some like, well, how do you perceive it? Because that's an important distinction is, do you feel that it was an association or it was something that both organically grew from each other as each other in their own roots? I think when Rick Falkvinge, who was the founder of the Swedish pirate party, I think when he founded the party, he, was striking a nerve with a lot of people because mind you the piety was founded immediately following the uh, pirate bay raid so it just struck a nerve with a lot of people mind you the the party formed in sweden january 1st 2006 and we formed june like third uh so there was some time between you know the second iteration of a pirate party but I, I think the Swedish party was so organic, so naturally forming because it was funny. There's a party called the Pirate Party, but but they're talking about things we care about and things that matter. And, and you know what? The fact that it was able to before it shipped it, before it spread throughout Europe, it spread across the seas to the United States. That to me is incredible. That's how you know something is important for it to be like, oh my god, the United States is going to form a political party over it. We we we've been dealing with the same four political parties forever, you know. It's, what does the it's Green just, Party stand for? What does the Libertarians actually stand for? That's worth a damn. 
I, I'll be honest with you. I used to be a Libertarian Party member. I was uh, I was very inspired by the Gary Johnson campaign because I thought he was a very reasonable guy. I thought he was a reasonable candidate. And I don't care what anyone says. He earned my vote when he said, what is Aleppo? I didn't know what it was either. That's a that's an honest man's answer. He said, and what is Aleppo? He, he doubled down on it. He he uh, I, I, I respect that. Uh, but the Libertarian Party was a little more, uh, I, I don't want to call them extreme, especially now I might call them that, but before, uh, and especially now, because I would, I wouldn't call before them extreme, but they were extreme libertarian in comparison to Gary Johnson. But would you, uh, you know, the, 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 the whole idea of libertarians are afraid of roads, uh, was actually like it kind of rang true when I was there, and I, I, it really, it's part of the reason I left and found the pirate park. I didn't find the. Oh, I mean, like I found, it came to me, as it came calling. I said, "Whoa, baby, pirates!" Have you found between the different chapters a particular message that was in out of alignment, or have you, have, as all the chapters mostly been in alignment in terms of ideology? No, so has there been fact, like a particular ideology that's like kind of hit a nerve, and other people are like, "Yeah, I don't like that ideology here and there." We have core pirate values, I suppose. We, you know, every pirate <laughs> from the dawn of time has the pirate code that they have to follow, and the United States Pirate Party is no different. Our Could core values are the pirate code. What was that? Could you tell us that code? Uh, it is somewhere on the website or the wiki. Uh, I don't know it off the top of my head. You can actually go back. You can actually go back. I would say. You can go back in our episodes. You can go back in our episodes. We did a thing on pirates. And you can go back and find an episode where we specifically went over the the pirate code. We did. It was the so, last episode we filmed. Anybody that's interested in digging through our old episodes, you can go find. We did like a four four part. We made it to four parts, five parts. We only got three Didn't parts. We? we only three. We only finished three parts. Three we did parts. Leave. Okay, so I can't we, count. But we will finish one day. I promise. It, we'll but, finish it eventually. But yeah, it, we need to include modern times, the modern pirates, oh, absolutely. the digital, the digital age. Mean, yeah, I do actually have. Um, the uh the website handy i i, I tend to do that kind of thing because I, I like to share for people that are out there watching of course you know the folks that are out there listening you guys can always come back and find the links but i've I i've think... actually spent some time thumbing through the website it's the one linked off of the twitter yes yeah. uh, and while i the the national party website's good and they recently updated it and you know it's new. You you know you'll find everything updated and modern. Uh, but I, if you're looking for the pirate code specifically, I know I put it on the Illinois website. Nice. Uh, if you if you go to ilpirates.org, you'll be able to find the pirate code somewhere lying around. Oh, I wanted to say like you have Discord, but there's a new system called Matrix uh, that's basically identical to Discord, open source, so you can basically oh, yeah. do we, whatever the heck you want without actual CCP surveillance. There is a there is a large pirate community on Matrix. Uh, we, uh, I actually personally don't have a Matrix, but we'll, uh, we all have like interconnected servers. So like our Telegram and our uh, 
our Discord and our Matrix and our IRC will all pop up in one channel and it'll show it's from Matrix or it'll show it's from IRC. It's cool. You know? Yeah. I found that the other day I was like, oh, this could actually work for my business as well. Cause I'm like, what, why would I want to be in a system that's can be surveyed? And Discord is surveyed uh, to anybody that uses it. it there is no absolute pirate. Uh, there's no privacy in Discord. It's like, what is it? 10 to 20% is owned by Tencent, and Tencent is basically the, the, the tech extension of the Chinese Communist Party. Not, I'm not taking away that our tech firms don't do exactly the same as the Chinese. It's just, you know, when you have two governments looking over your stuff, <laughs> not one, but two, you know, your privacy is really out the window. <laughs> So, so what, uh, you know, you said, you said you were in the libertarian and stuff like what, I guess, what exactly, what, what, like, what, what do you think has been your biggest accomplishments since joining into the pirate party? Biggest accomplishment. Yeah. That's a great question. Uh, because I really, I, I feel like on a selfish, oh, hello. I'm sorry. I only had privacy in my car of all places, so I had to uh, I had to use it for life because it got dark out. Uh, so, if you look on the platform, uh, you'll see uh, Pan-Americanism is in the platform. And that's an issue that's been really important to me forever. Uh, and the fact that I've finally been able to like convince them, like, hey, let's add Pan-Americanism to our platform. Let's make it an issue that we fight for. Like, that, uh, that's pretty cool. But I don't know if that's a political achievement so much as it's like, yeah, the Pirate Party, you know, believes what I believe. Uh, I mean, that's I mean, that's 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 pretty awesome, though. You know, you were just sitting here talking about how how the original came so organically and such. And yet and yet here here you are making making a difference in the whole thing. So, I mean, I think that is that is a pretty good pat on the back there, man. Like you deserve it. I, I I, that's achieving something with 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 a goal in mind of you know working at something uh you know making a change in something all all together all around so i guess with that i'm just to just to be you know just to be fair to folks out there because we have all kinds of folks on there would you like to divulge into the pan-americanism stuff a little bit sure uh so to me uh and now there's a few things that I ha- I'm going to have to jump through. Uh, sure. If you guys can just follow me on this one. Uh, an American to me, uh, I speak Spanish. And I, uh, American in the United States is estadounidense. Uh, but if uh, an American is from the Americas, like that's an Americano, like everyone is an American. And that made sense to me. It's the Americas. It's North America. It's South America. What, like, if a European's from Europe and an African's from Africa and an Asian's from Asia, why is an American from the United States? And why is, you know, and I thought about the history of it. You know, the 13 colonies, we were the third, we were not, it wasn't the 13 colonies. It was the 13 English colonies that rebelled against England. You know, Nova Scotia was a colony just as much as uh, Massachusetts was or or uh, Bermuda was. You know, these were all the colonies in the New World. Uh, we just happened to be the 13 ones that rebelled first. We were, And then 
because we did first, we got to be the United States because we were no longer colonies of America. We, uh, you know, we were on the continent of America, but we, as, as time has gone on, we have made the term American to mean only the United States, America to mean the United States, not America, the continent. And to me, that makes for alienation that has caused us to only think of ourselves as American and to, to disregard the others on our continent who will call themselves American and think of themselves American and detest the idea that we are the only, that we think of ourselves as the only American. Cause I certain, cause when, when you think of an American, what, what is that? What, what is an American to you? Because to me, we are the, the word United States is more akin to what this country is than the word America. The, the United States, we are, we are different states of America united. Uh, uh, you, you are from the Northeast, uh, right, Luis? Well, yeah. I'm originally from Puerto Rico. So, I'm going to talk to Spanish if you want. We're going to do the podcast in Spanish and confuse these two. De verdad, eso sería más interesante de cómo confundirlo, porque ya están pensando ahora mismo, ¿qué puñeta está diciendo este tipo? <laughs> I didn't say anything bad, gentlemen. Entonces, you don't, have, uh, you don't have live Google Translate, I know. You're like, what the oh, fuck? It's okay. It's like, uh, I, it, it, like I, I, look, I, I made... I made the choice when it was time to start learning a second language for me, and I decided to learn German. So <laughs> I, I, I like <clears throat> das gut. <laughs> yeah, das gut. Sprechen Sie Deutsch, yeah. Sprechen Sie Deutsch. Well, that's right. You you lived in Germany for a while. I only picked up a little bit, though. I only picked up a little bit, though. <laughs> you I didn't pick up enough to get. I didn't pick up enough to get around. Just you know. But, oh my lord! But when you're uh, so, when you think of the United States, right? Does a Californian and a New Englander really have ass anything in common? Like culturally speaking, now, like they vote for the same president well, they, every they four years. They do year. now because of technology. But I would say fifty years ago, no. Us, us three, us three le lead very different <laughs> lives on the outside of this. Like that, you got, you got. Puerto Rico to New York City. You got. I've lived in See, quite but, a few places, but I've settled down here in Georgia. And then you got the same with Mandy. Let's, let's be let's too. be real here. Let's you can't compare like the that state, but maybe if you talk to somebody from L.A. York City, the big city aspect of things they would have in common. Okay, sure. but now if you ask somebody if you want to talk to like culturally different you would be talking about somebody from like la to you know west virginia the appalachian mountains in west virginia now that would be different <laughs> that would be different you're an american but culturally culturally you are night and day and with that being said like the united states is gigantic West Virginia and California are nowhere near each other. It's actually, I, I if you read the National Divorce article, because I did touch upon it, that, you know, it's actually a quicker drive and a shorter distance to get from Lisbon, Portugal to Moscow, Russia, yep. than it is to get from LA, to California to Portland, Maine. 
It's it's oh, like yeah, shorter because... by like a thousand <clears throat> miles. Like it's an astronomical number. Like we are an insanely large country. And I, I just like you can absolutely say that someone from New England can agree a, a progressive from New England and a conservative from New England can agree on what would be best for New England before a conservative from New England and a progressive from California will agree on what's best for the United States. Yes. Yes, you know, like absolutely, I, 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 absolutely. okay, so you know, like because I, in that aspect, you know, I've always thought that the idea of in one giant blanket system for the United States as, as a whole is is silly and ridiculous because of just uh, because of just like that, like you know, I I have different aspirations than somebody in LA for sure. You know, like I'm, I'm, I'm a farm boy. You know what I mean? Like I, my aspirations are hanging out with goats where other people's aspirations are, you know, big city life and this, that, and the other. And I, I understand and respect that. And I'm all about visiting those places. I've lived in some of those places, but like, I don't think that it's right that, like you just said, like somebody in, Californian stuff having truly any kind of say about like what goes on in a state on the opposite end of the country, you know, down in the middle, literal middle of nowhere. Like well, it, it's that's the, that's what it should be good about separating uh, powers and giving more power back to the states, which the federal system does not want. But it it there is an up and a downside. I would say the the states uh, outright blocking, for example full abortion rights and to any in any sense of the imagination it is actually ridiculous because you have to provide the option providing no option is going against a lot of different things i i can understand that people don't want i don't want people to randomly abort and all those things but if you don't offer that service there is a lot of nuance that's required for that service to provide health care for women and it's integrated into that when you repeal it and thinking, oh, it's going to raise the amount of population, then give a child's tax incentive. Like Texas just said that if you have kids, your taxes go down, the more kids you have. That's what the, every state should start doing. But we're not doing that. You know, I've, I've read some stuff where there's countries that like, if you have they give so many, you fridges, they give you cars, they give well, you stuff. That's what I'm saying. Like, I've, well, I've, I've read in some kind of, like, there's like other countries that if you have like Dubai of a gives you size, unlimited yeah. amount of money, no matter how many kids. One guy has a hundred kids. Say, yeah, yeah. Like, the, like, and the state pays for all of them, all yeah. 100 kids. And I know that sounds, I know that sounds crazy about like the state paying for all of them, but like at the same time, like you're, you're definitely helping keep the population alive. Like <laughs> if you got that many kids running around, you can't deny that. And there's like, not you, that many Dubaian citizens. People are like, oh, the country is full of people. Yeah. The majority are either foreigners or slaves. And that's a debate nobody even wants to talk about. But Qatar, where everybody was, oh my God, the World Cup. I'm like, uh, yeah, over there where like you're standing on top of slave labor. The slaves are still over there just dying of heat exhaustion and other things like thousands of them died. Over 50,000 died just building the cities of Dubai and Abu Dhabi. Like I've got I mean, to understand reality. You know, I've talked, I've, I've talked to a lot of people. I, I have a lot of friends that they, they grew, they either grew up in Mexico or their families have grew up in Mexico and stuff like that. And like, 
I've, I've got one buddy. He's made the trip back and forth here a few times and, uh, you know, it, it great guy. Like I couldn't imagine a better dude to ever hang out with. It, I met him in like restaurant work and stuff like that. And he would tell me stories of his family and stuff, telling me stories about how like, you know, none of this, none of this existed. We just, you know, we passed into these areas of, of Texas or, you know, Arizona and, you know, California and stuff like that. Like it was, like it was nothing, you know, it was, it was part of our everyday life. It was part of where we traveled on a regular basis. And now it's, I know not in all aspects, but I mean, now it's like kind of much, like, I don't know. I've heard, I, I, it's been a long time since I came from the South side of the border, but like when I came from Canada, like it was good Lord, man, like coming back in from Canada was absolutely ridiculous on some aspects, like just for visiting for a weekend and stuff when I was in the Northeast. Man, I jumped across the border in El Paso back in 2002. Uh, wait, 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 with my brother. You jumped across the border with my brother. I didn't jump across the border, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I went across the border and hung out in Juarez from 10 o'clock to like 6 o'clock in the morning, I think. And then coming back, I I walked across like a checkpoint and there was an 80-year-old lady that was the Border Patrol agent checking driver's licenses and she was asleep at the computer and we walked right past her i didn't go through i didn't get searched which was what i was pissed about because (laughs) on the taxi ride on the taxi ride through juarez after we got picked up they asked do you need to stop by the pharmacy i look back at that now and go Damn it! I mean, you no, legal, no, I, no. Damn but, it! But you could legally go to the pharmacy in, in Mexico, yes, buy yes, something, yes, and you, come back I in. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's completely legal. Like people a lot are of people risk- actually do that. It. Brings up another good point because people are risking their lives because of how atrocious the healthcare system here is in in the states. People are risking their lives to go to Mexico. To get treatment for things, to I get mean, elective risky, surgery, to get dental work. Yeah, well, I would they say they're risking their risking, lives. Yes, there's some that are not as legitimate as others. There's legitimate, really great, yeah. legitimate places in Mexico. Sure, but the problem is, which is a bigger problem that people might think is, if they screw up, they're not liable for anything. Yeah, <clears throat> and they can screw up your dental but, work. So you have to find a. Oh, they can. Place. Yeah, and still, when you find that reputable place, more than likely, I, I would skip the border town doctors and dentists and travel deeper into Mexico to, like, Mexico City area. Preferably, you, are spending, uh, you fl- take a flight into Mexico City, yeah, because it, it, that's the other crazy thing about you Mexico. Are they have whole entire paying dentist holidays 50th, in Mexico. Yeah. You are paying a fiftieth of the price that you're going to pay here in the United States. Yeah, it's think, ridiculous. Uh, for example, if in the years are like three thousand dollars, we're here at like ten to twenty thousand. Yeah, and they're the same thing. By the way, it's exactly it is the same product. It's the same product. Ridiculous, same thing. man. Like they, 
and that is another thing like i mean also israel we are we are uh for man and i use this term loosely please just don't heckle me over this when i say this but for a developed nation i know i know laugh all you want (laughs) for a developed nation we are horrible when in, in terms of our, our healthcare, we are one of the only developed nations that do not include dental care with like normal health insurance. Wait, 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 wait. You have you, to split it forgot, up. You forgot our friends in the north. <clears throat> Canada. I deal. Well, they're they're like a really they're like a shitty loft apartment over a really great party, man. They're British Americans is all they are. John would. I don't know how John would. <laughs> we say this. We can say this because we have a regular on the show that is a Canadian that that is that does like live news updates. He comes on and we news updates for reals. He would be here, but news he's playing updates hockey. for reals, man. <clears throat> and, and that's I think he's not he's not the only Canadian that we've had on the show. We've had hey, you, a divide a, a diverse crowd has entertained this show we've had people from we europe australia all all over europe australia um canada all over um the yeah I, I it's mean, been all yeah. over this country like we're we we you know we I, I like to talk to different different interesting people because there's always different aspects you know just like just like we were kind of talking about, like different people are looking for different things, but I've, I like to find the common ground. I don't know. I've, I've in a way to mediate it in a sense, like to, it, it's amazing how many people that we all have things in common with by the time we get to the end of a conversation or you okay, know, how many so great new friends. Let me pose made. this question. <clears throat> let me pose this question for you. Oh, let me pose this question for you. Say the pirate party came into like power in a significant way okay like you had the ability to actually make a change in the government okay what are the first few things that you would take care of yeah three give us at least three i was thinking about give us at least three uh, three definitive actions that you could take if you have power in the executive branch and even power to some degree in congress to push something really of value. What could you so, think of doing? One of the first things I wanted to say is you do have a lot of power, actually, a lot of control, and that is locally. Uh, in order to get things changed and to feel significant change, you have to run local, which is something we push oh, yeah, yeah, everyone yeah. to do. You know, yeah. as much as... I respect Ethan Osborne for running for Congress and and getting all the votes that he did. He could have made a lot more change if he ran as a local candidate for you know uh, city city council Kentucky city council yeah yeah something like that yeah. you know but you know I not to say that you can't get things done in Congress if pirates can held Congress I think one of the first things we would do is repeal the Patriot Act yeah uh, baby you know, yeah. <laughs> There has to be. There's a lot of support mass for surveillance. It, There's a lot of support. It's, for uh, I, like I don't like living in the surveillance state. I don't like the the concept that my government is watching me. I don't like the concept of like saying like <laughs> like Fed. Like there's a Fed. Like that that's a bad thing. Like why is the federal government bad? 
why does the government have to be doing bad things? Why do, why do we have to be scared of the government? Like, which, by the way, you shouldn't be scared of the government. The government should be scared of you. I mean, the government is scared of the people, actually, currently. What do you think they want to disarm them? They actually, I just yep. saw the FBI was spying on one of my favorite bookstores in Chicago. Uh, there is a, a bookstore? co-op bookstore. It's worker-owned and operated in Pilsen, uh, the Pilsen neighborhood of Chicago. So it's they're socialist. Awesome. They're they evil socialists. <laughs> they not only that they're like communists straight up fucking like like no, i mean honestly like that, got, that's most of those businesses that I, I, I would say that's defined really as socialist but yeah i know what you mean no 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 like they've got like <laughs> oh, they've i got, immediately am like, gonna say these. steven is gonna comment on this episode <laughs> well the the people who run the store i love the i love the praxis of uh of co-ops being uh being put into play uh but co-ops are cool i mean i like the idea of a co-op corporations my friend potentially thought about creating one it's complicated as hell if there is enough revenue it is actually a model that keeps employees there there is positive sides to that type of structure a lot of positive sides that can even equal a lot of growth but it requires people to have dedication to it sorry go ahead no, absolutely. It's just uh, God. Was there something? We it was the You're describing the, the business. Yeah, sorry. And yeah, that, no, that the that... FBI was investigating it. Oh yeah, the the worker co-op. They they were investigating them because they viewed them as pro-abortion extremists. Uh, yeah, I don't know either. What is that defined? Like, what is it defined as? Uh, I guess someone who would organize a pro-abortion protest. Uh, that makes you an extremist, I guess. Uh, so with that being said, it the, the whole point I brought this up is people can't even protest without the fucking government investigating them and putting fucking yeah. searches on them. You know what it could have been, honestly, to, to be frank and what could have triggered it? Um, when you when you talk in private chats or even things like this, people don't understand that one, this Zoom call is being monitored. Um, mm. But the other thing is when you speak about okay. very stupid shit that you shouldn't be speaking about on the internet, like TikToks, socials, and all that stuff, and you say things like we should be that place, that's likely how it got triggered. Because some people were joking around, we should really be that place up. Like we should really just get rid of that place. Particularly, I don't know. Oh. That's it. No, I'm just I, it. Like they use those B words. Yeah, that triggers the system into going into overdrive, regardless if it's a valid. But that's case or but not. that's it. But that's into this mess. That's the Patriot Act problem. Yes, that's, that's this going mass on surveillance thing. Point. Like, like there's no telling how many. You know, all all jokes aside and stuff, like I've, I I have been banned on so many accounts that there's no telling how many files there is for this guy. And, you know, we call him Larry. How you doing, Larry? I know you're probably tuning in to see how this episode's going, too. But, like, I, it, it Especially is... this episode. It is sickening that it has to be the, you know, you can't, you can't say anything freely without being on the radar of something because you said a phrase or a word or something like that, you know, and I, I actually, you know, I, I 
I, I definitely stand behind behind this. Like I've always, when I've heard a lot of people that were all pro Trump and stuff like that, and I was always like, dude, he extended the Patriot Act. Like, are you? Do you the, understand the, what the Patriot Act? No, was? no, it gets worse. Like, it gets worse. Kavanaugh was one of the co-writers of the Patriot Act, and he selected Kavanaugh. And Kavanaugh is garbage. His policies are garbage. The fact that he helped write the Patriot Act is ridiculous. And I did post that link of 2007. The Simpsons, in their grace, uh, also made a really funny scene that I always remember, especially when he just said that about mass surveillance. And uh, I don't know. Have you? I don't know if you've seen this movie. This, this particular scene is really, really funny. It's 45 seconds. I'll play it. Yeah, it's really funny. File till we get to Seattle to tell the world of the plot to destroy Springfield. I don't know if you guys should be talking so loud. No, Lisa, it's not like the government is listening to everybody's conversation. Hi, I'm calling about your meat lover's pizza. I like meat, but I don't know if I'm ready to love again. You hang up first. Oh, you hang up first. Okay. She hung up on me. But we're fugitives. We should just lay low till we get to Seattle. Hey, everybody, I found one. The government actually found someone we're looking for. Yeah, baby, yeah. <laughs> Good God. But I'm very accurate. I want to see that one guy at the NSA office like, yo, I found something. Is it, but I was about to say, isn't that basically what those NSA office spaces are? Are people that are just sitting there going through files and stuff? I know AI does a lot of it now. Like, I'm, I'm not dumb. Like, Well, that's the thing. Eagle Eye. If you haven't seen that movie, watch Eagle Eye. Okay. Eagle Eye is really good because it's basically an artificial enemy, intelligence that creates enemy of the component. state is a That's good a really one, great too. one too. So it's one of the the best as far as we totally the surveillance we, that that can go through. And and you know, hey, I do apologize. It does get a little bonkers around here and get off track like that. But I would like to continue back to like you know other things that you guys would want to get rid of, you know, like your first three acts, I guess you were saying. So Patriot Act uh, is one. That's a yeah, big one. I think, uh, I don't know, am I the president? Can I introduce the bill? Can I just, because executive action, I'd like to abolish the NSA. I don't, yes. I don't see the, the purpose of I'm not sure if you can do you that. Can, see, see, that's can you just thing, say all three, all three letter, all three letter agencies <laughs> gone. That, that, like, that's a genuine point. That's a genuine question. Why don't have, presidents have authority to dismantle these agencies like i now tell me if anyone can actually authenticate the kennedy quote where he said he was gonna shred the cia up and tear it into pieces in the wind or whatever he said yeah yeah you know, i saw yeah. that too but i have never i, 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 I never looked to verify it, it so i don't say it yeah I, I i don't know if it's an actual quote either uh <laughs> all i know is why couldn't the president do that like well, re, like it executive make powers are me. limited so there isn't, is a limit to executive powers isn't but isn't it but isn't it aren't most of those agencies just an extension of the executive power also, the executive NS branch nsa was originally designed to protect the president but so that's but I'm another saying, element. It's like the National Security Agency was actually designed to protect the president. The FBI was related to counterfeits, 
So they were related to the to the protection of the currency. That was the original intent of the FBI. The original intent of the NSA was the protection of the president, the protection of the executive branch. Now, what they have turned into is this monsters that Rest they're fighting peace, each Gary other. And yeah, no, yeah. the the intelligence agencies is it's actually incredible the amount of power that they have, and and, and it needs to be. They're cursed. fighting each other, and they're using us as like their collateral. The NSA and the CIA fight for budgets. Well, I would, I would be behind, definitely be behind. Speaking of fighting each other, there have been instances where uh, the FBI and DEA have gotten in gunfights because they didn't know that they were on stakeouts together or operations together, and they shot each other. Which, hey, I'm all for the trash taking itself out, but that's just stupid, man. (laughs) I mean, you accidentally might have shot a good person. We don't know. Maybe all of them were shit, but you never know. You might have actually shot a good person in the process. Okay, so in NSA, or let's just let's take it a step further and just say you will abolish all three letter agencies using executive action. <laughs> how many of them I can are get there? behind that? <laughs> how many agencies are three letters? Just the well, well, hey, I, hey, I say four letters and five letters are a go to because there's too many letter put together agencies just all the way around. I mean, because because from my perspective, like you've you've got agencies like the USDA and the FDA and such also regulating in garbage into our food products that we eat, you know, and uh, on top of other things, like uh, there's there people are, are unaware of how much regulation is like forced. Well, not even forced is found through lobbying because a corporation wants to be on top. Like, like the appliance world. This is as wild as this is. This is why Whirlpool. Can, can we use something that people will understand? Let's talk about when we talk about lobbying and the uh, FDA and stuff like ahead. that. Let let. Let's use something that people understand. Let's use milk. All right. Yeah, we can use milk. That's a good one. Go ahead. Like, like, let's talk about the the pasteurization, the lobbying, the pasteurization, the lobbying for against raw milk. Oh, That's, that was they that pour, was, they, they use Brooklyn. So, so get the story of how they got started. They they had cows inside of warehouses being milked and that milk obviously was tainted so that's what the source of the entire thing was tainted milk from one location in the united states caused the whole thing also i found all the three letter agencies because i asked bing the smart bing and i actually got an answer the cia the fbi the nro the national reconnaissance office the national security agency the dod department of defense the department of homeland security the drug enforcement agency and the department of energy those are the agencies and department of energy is also a piece of trash because we should have had a unified grounded system decades ago yet we still don't i found the milk thing i'm sorry i was trying to find the milk thing still yeah, but the Brooklyn the Brooklyn milk uh, thing was one of the biggest stupid scandals of why they they work to pasteurize milk. While pasteurization is an amazing thing, raw milk had so many benefits that like I we would generally will never know, and it's so hard to access in many states 
to get access to raw milk. Now you're at least getting able to get raw. Like, I seen a I seen a fellow actually get a, a, that was getting arrested in Virginia, I believe it was, for for bringing raw milk across state lines. Well, there there's oh, oh, it's ridiculous was... because what's what's the verdict for that? It's like the equivalent of bringing meat. There's no difference. It's 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 just interesting. I mean, this is more of that government overreach that has just gotten way out of control. I think just in general, and I, I'm all for cutting government back, especially the the idea of you know you know you mentioned local earlier, and like I've seen in a lot of places, even down here in my state, where there are some people out there in the local field, like going through the the ginormous amounts of just law books in some of these local counties and stuff like that and trying to do away with some of the just ridiculous things that are on the books that have been on the books that are outdated and stuff like that you know it, it's and these it's like that around the world you know just around the united states in general if you actually try to look up bing might have a better answer your your ai thing there Luis. but i know when you try to look it up on uh, like Google or whatever, it just says that it's an ever-growing number of laws. Like it's, it's oh, just, you know so what I'm what, saying? What, like, what's it's, the exact question? Let's ask it because this, I mean, how uh, many laws? How many laws are on the like laws are on the books in the in the United States? <laughs> Does it have an answer? Oh, I can only imagine, man. And it's like, speaking of those laws, it's like they are so they are so numerous that the average American commits how many felonies and misdemeanors every Three week? Three to five a day. Yeah. All right. So I asked it all of the United States and its territories. Uh huh. Let's see if it, this is actually a genuinely good a, a question that a computer like this should be able to resolve. And this is a hard question too. And I put it on creative mode. So it's actually thinking, come on, give me a fucking estimate. Okay. Okay. It's actually, I, I think it's actually thinking because it, it is a hard question. It's got to give right. you an estimate. All right. Let me <laughs> yeah. Is, is it on? Oh, actually I'm going to, if I, I might, I, I might collapse, but I'll try oh, to show no. it. it might fail. All right. Can't. All right, should be able to see. It's still writing, by the way. You're not. It's not loading. Yep. Yeah, it's crashed. No, it's not. You're having technical difficulties on your end, sir. Yep. Can you still see me? Uh, no. You are dark, sir. Oh. Okay. So. Okay. Like I predicted, because damn you, Zoom and your update, you broke the the app. I mean, the application. Okay, so according to a report, yeah, this is Zoom's fault. My computer is more than powerful enough to do all of this. According to one report from Mercatus Center of Georgia Mason University, there has been 88,899 federal rules and regulations since 1995 through 2016. There, uh, according to Wikipedia, Congress enacted approximately 200 to 600 statutes during which 115 biennial terms. So that the more than 30,000 statutes have been enacted since 1789. Therefore, there's an estimate number of federal codes that could be up to 120,000. 
So too okay. much. Oh God, it gets so much worse. According to another report from the Mercatus Center of Georgia Mason University, state regulations contain 416 million words. Then you needed GPT just to rate the freaking words. Yeah. Wow. Six million regulate regulate regulatory restrictions across the country. Six million. Six million. Six million. Six million. What the fuck is that? Is that even for for laws? That's a ridiculous number of laws. Outrageous. So so we've got so we've got you want to get rid of the Patriot Act. You want to get rid of three letter agencies. So what would be number like number three if you were, you know, like your third third most most important thing on the list? Uh if it was me personally, and I don't know if yeah. I can speak for the party, but if it was me personally. Yeah. Uh, I would make sure uh, I'd end the Cuban embargo and uh, close Gitmo. Uh, that's a nice. That's a weird. That's you know they I re- did they, they renew that. it every single year. That's where they renew it. Yeah, every single I year. did not expect that. You you caught me off guard with that. <laughs> that's a valid one. The embargo should not exist. Okay. Oh, okay. I mean, it. it but it, I mean, just. Alone, the atrocities that were committed there alone, it should have been closed after. In the Obama you remember administration the alone, were, it should have been because it was already shown in the Obama administration. He should have done actually. Yeah, you, you remember the pics, right? That were released from Gitmo of what they were doing <laughs> to the prisoners there. Well, wasn't it and those, uh, Abu Ghraib that was the worst case that was leaked? Oh, that was Abu Ghraib, not Gitmo. Abu Ghraib is where um, they, the pictures Abu Ghraib, my bad. <laughs> it, Gitmo, Gitmo, there's almost no leaks. It's all uh, controlled press releases. That was Abu so, Ghraib. Man, you know, where was and, my brain? And, oh, uh, so in our kind of like pre-conversation, you were making mention of like criminal reform. I, this is something that I'm actually pretty passionate about myself too. Like I believe in criminals rights and people are always like, what are you talking about? And I, you know, I'm a, I mean, you know, you, I've seen people change their life for the better after, you know, they did some time cause they did something stupid, you know, and they, they ended up learning a lesson. My, my, one of my best friends, a guy that I work with on a day in, day in, day in out basis, you know, like he, he made some bad choices a few years back. He did three years, but after his three years, here we are like four years later and he's got a great job. He just bought a house. Like he's, he's, he's actually going to look at a car tonight. You know, like he's, he's doing all kinds of great things for him and his family and has had a lot of obstacles to jump because when you're considered a violent felon, because you know, you, you catch a situation where you had to throw hands, you know, it just turns into, you know, it turns into other things. And like, I feel that he did his, he served time and stuff like that and did his sentence and did what he was supposed to do. And he's a reformed man. Like why, why is it so hard for him to get his rights back? And I know it's possible, but like they, they they make you jump some ridiculous hoops and there's even four criminals like in in jail and stuff you know technically especially like in places in alabama and i know down here in georgia it's it's a common problem where we have the prisoners are turned into slave labor like they do the labor of the state 
for pennies on the dollar because you know oh, oh we're paying them but it's literally you know a friend of mine did it for 11 cents an hour for multiple years working on a chicken farm in the middle of nowhere and that was his time served and people are like what they do that and i'm like yes like prisoners are kind of thought of as low-life individuals and i i don't think that's right like you're you you know not everybody that's in jail is a criminal. So many people are locked away for, even for nonviolent offenses. Most of the or, ones working are actually also low, like they're very low on the totem pole. They generally do like very low level crimes. Yeah. There is no rapist in on, on the side of the road. Fair. There's <laughs> no murderer on the side of the road. There is no uh, violence assault on the side of the, like it's they're, mostly they're non-violent. non-violent they're non-violent yeah they're non-violent it's, criminals. it's, it's the hedge fund executive <laughs> that is on the road because he is forced yeah. that's it's white collar criminals mixed <laughs> with just people that did stupid stuff like he missed went a court to the date store or missed a court date or <sighs> yes or they robbed the restaurant they worked for like I'm, i've met people like that you robbed know them I mean? by taking cash out of the register not yeah. robbed them at gunpoint like, yeah yeah no 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 no, no, no these no, are just... the things that should be like lists like like a good slap in the hand and don't do that again it shouldn't be go to jail for eight months for stealing five hundred dollars. So, but but anyway, you, you should have all of your rights restored when yes. you get out. I mean, let, let's talk. Let, I mean, that is such, and even for a lot of the freedom-minded individuals that are on social media, that is still a difficult concept for them to grasp. Is that a felon should have the right to own firearms like anybody else? Nonviolent they, felons. Rephrase it. No, not even not even that. No, let's not spectrum to that. There, there is one. There is one thing, and and it's pedophiles because they really aren't even people in in the first place. They don't get their firearms back. But you cannot. No, no, they get they get a pew pew, but not how we're talking about, man. See. It is a slippery Jim, slope. Could you man. show us what they, what they would oh, get? No, let me let, let me let me finish because I'm making a really good point. Um, you, you violent, even violent felons, because your rights are bestowed upon you from your higher power. You, that that is that you you as a even a violent felon get their firearms back. They get their f- fairy tale like make believe right to vote back. You know. Uh, they they get every they're they're the same, you know, because being anarchists, we believe that we get to live in in our communities and leave each other alone, regardless of your religion, regardless of your beliefs, regardless of your political standing, regardless of your nature. You live in peace. So to say that, oh, he's a violent felon, he doesn't get his rights back, he doesn't get his firearms back. No, man. Nope. You get him too. I know. I would like to hear your 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 input on this. Sure. Just on the rights of felons? On the rights of criminals and such, yes. No, yeah. So Right now, we have a criminal justice system and not a criminal reform system. We, we make sure 
punishment is the first and foremost and not let's rehabilitate these people back in society. Let's fix whatever problem might have happened. Why did they commit this crime? What, what, what was the, what was the circumstances of their situation that caused them to commit this crime? What happened to them leading up to this point in their life that made them commit this crime? You know, why do we have punishments? And that, and then to your point of, uh, uh, prison labor being slavery, the 13th Amendment abolishes slavery except in time of punishment. That is literally written right there. They're not even hiding it that prison labor is slavery. Yet Kanye was criticized when he said that a hundred times, even though it literally is in the law. It's right there. It's, in, it's right there. Man, that is that is something that I have uh, I have pushed for years, and I've I have gotten drugged across the internet for it and lost accounts and stuff like that. But yes, like the 13th amendment just turned you into a slave of the state. If you break one of their 120, what'd you say? Something there, Luis, about all the 120,000, 120,000, 120,000, but it's estimated there's 6 million regulations. Yeah. Yeah. And if you break one of those, you have a chance of being put into that slave camp. Go ahead. I apologize. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're you're right though, and it, it's it's interesting to me that what doesn't really like does it not well, almost solidify like many, what are the top employers of slave labor in the United in jail prisons in the United prison States? system? Mm, yeah, wait, that's a valid question to ask that machine. Why don't you specifically ask Kamala Harris what she did in California? Fourteen hundred people were sent to jail because of weed. And not how many were held past their release date to fight the California wildfires. <clears throat> yeah, go ahead. You were saying <laughs> uh, it's it almost does it not codify prison equaling uh, involuntary servitude when you codify in the amendment involuntary and servitude is abolished except during this. Almost essentially giving the green light, like yeah, yeah, we'll abolish it unless you're a criminal. Well, you know? this this is where things like um, the crimes bill and stuff comes into like a you know in, into play. Where <laughs> oh, God, this list is getting ridiculous. It starts. Wow. I want to say Verizon, Sprint, Fidelity Investments. But you, but you, you got this. You know this crimes bill in in place and. You've got, you know, the whole war on drugs and stuff that on top of that, and, you know, you've got people that have been turned into criminals for medicating. You've got people that have been turned into criminals for just, as we've already covered, absolutely ridiculous things. And that people, people don't understand when on my stance, I think when, when they hear me saying that there needs to be a defunding of the police force what i mean by that is that they need to quit having federal government incentive to enforce a lot of this ridiculous nonsense that they enforce because they get they get quite a bit of federal government incentive on top of getting army you know military surplus You know, just hand it over to them. That was on purpose. That was from the Obama administration. People don't understand that. It wasn't until the Obama administration. No, yes, but it wasn't until the Obama administration that the police departments got military-grade equipment. Yes. And And Trump literally expended on it, so I'm not taking it. Let me also be clear that military-grade does not always mean better. 
No, I mean, we mean actual military equipment. Not, let's no, 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 no. I totally get what you said. Yes, I know military equipment. Yeah. It's minimum spec. It actually I, just. I know. Yep. I know a county. I know a county in the state of Georgia that has roughly a hundred and fifty thousand people that live in that county, and that county has a tank in their police force. Why? Why do you need a tank in such a small compared county? Like, are you talking so about can, one of those cargo vehicles or like an actual like I'm ta- level I'm, tank? I'm talking they they've had, got an ar- they've got an armor personnel carrier. No, I'm talking they had a cannon. They had a, a cannon. Hold on, they had a guy that locally was a city commissioner that went off his rocker and was holding his wife hostage inside their house and they had to drive this tank through the side of his house to get him out of there i mean that was a good use of tank. i gotta say like but i don't don't know any other better use of a tank than just drive through shit i i just I, i i just i don't see why i would say that's a relatively peaceful approach to it than just than waco level of just firebomb it I, I I guess you know I but I mean and I know that's probably not the best subject to throw with it but they had the tank before that they got gifted the tank because of you know what I'm saying they got they got gifted the tank during that Obama thing you know what I mean like that was something that they were given and they do have the carrier and stuff too they have a whole SWAT team like there's there's multiple counties in the state that have under a hundred thousand that have ridiculous sized SWAT teams with, I mean, guys out there in you know full on tactical black ops looking this that and the other and for what though you know what I'm saying like it's they want to be part of this they want to be part of the military without being actually part of the military this is from a Joint Chiefs that so I so I mean I guess along with you know like criminal reform you obviously there has to be some form of police reform as well too i'm, I'm sure you have a stance in, in that area as well well absolutely and again this is when local uh stances should come into play where i think people should like the lo- your local police that's probably as local of an issue as it's going to get for you like sure. like i live in the city of chicago we have more Ooh. police per capita than any city in the united states except us if, i think you live in a war ex- zone I think we compete against you. We have 50,000. Well, I promise you. I promise you. If having more police meant more safety, Chicago would be the safest city in the world. We, what, what we have right now, we need to... It, it, the, the, the defund the police was, was... Ultimately, it was a terrible phrase. Because sure. it just meant for... No, we should defund them. We should give them more money. Stop that. They're like you're you're you by bringing up one you're bringing up an extreme of the other side and it only led to more police funding. We should be advocating for demilitarizing the police. We should have beat cops again. We should literally have neighborhood cops that patrol around in a paddy wagon saying, "Hey neighbor, how you doing? That see any any trouble? All right. You should I should know my local cop." Like there shouldn't be the 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 big brother surveillance state where I feel fucking anxious whenever a Chicago police officer pulls up behind me. You know, I, I should instead feel, oh, hey, that's fucking that's Officer Dan. He's my local beat cop. You know, no, you're it's, right. It's, you're, like, you're 100 percent right that that is important and it's caused all the issues we currently have. But yeah, it looks like per themselves. capita. The oh my God, are you still looking that up? D.C. D.C. 
According to a study sure by Wallet, Washington, D.C. has 68 police officers for every 10,000 residents, given the highest police-to-population ratio in, the, in, in city study. The city has 4,332 police staff, the most of any city with 1,600 fire staff. Well, look uh, in DC, didn't you know? Look, look at the crime rate of Washington DC. Look at the crime say, rate of Washington it just DC. A, it's pretty insane Ooh, it's over there. It's also the it's also the city with the with the, one of the highest um, level of illiteracy in the entire country is Washington DC. I mean, and it's all you got to do is I mean, let's let's let, let's take that a step further and go. I mean, look at the gun laws that these. Uh, large cities. Oh, have. Chicago comes it's, second. It, Sorry, I forgot, <clears throat> I forgot to say Chicago. Chicago is second. You're right. So, so Chicago and then New York. On so top of slightly more than New York. You're right. On top of large police, large police departments that you know everybody would think, oh, the more police, the safer you are. That is simply not true. Also, let's you know look at the gun laws that they have. More the more gun laws they have, and still they're unsafe you know the gun crimes are insane out there up there in illinois don't you have like going on where like all the county is like uh, the surrounding counties are refusing to enforce some kind of gun gun law thing they got going on if i'm not mistaken yeah uh, your, your governor pritzker banned assault rifles yes governor pritzker had banned assault rifles and then there were county sheriffs who were outright refusing to enforce the law Oh, they ain't dumb. The They're not going to take their gu- the guns away from people. Yeah, how, yeah. Listen, I, I'm a it. firm believer. I'm not doing it. That that Chicago, especially, our gun laws. Here's the thing: you can ban guns all you want in Chicago. That's not going to stop anybody from going to the train tracks at five in the morning and getting a new gun. Like it's literally how it works in the city. It's not fucking. We're not it's going at the train to tracks. Indiana. That's that's What's actually that? a spot. Is yeah, train tracks yeah, just actually fucking spot? when they're done with the gun, they fucking toss it by the train tracks and then, you know, okay. pick up a gun. I, I'm, I'm asking a genuine question. If you know, I have $600. What can I get for $600? I, I'll be honest. There, there, there are no gun stores in Chicago. In fact, there, there's a there's a gun store. Uh, oh, my God. This is like, the best website, by the way. If you have not seen this website, I found this a few uh, a while back and it's incredible. Hey, Jackass. This is this it's, it's called Hey, Jackass. And it's illustrating it's Chicago yep. values. Your, your audio is doubled. Mm. OK, so Hey, Jackass, essentially it showcases. So people shot today, uh, 16 people wounded, 75 total shot, 91. That's uh, March to date. Not sorry, not today. That's just the month of March. No, yeah. And so this website has like a very deep uh, analysis uh, based off all the output data from the st- from the city, and this it's really detailed. This person did an amazing job, and like they wrote, like this is one of the best visualization models. This person, very smart, very detailed. And obviously, they're insulting the government because it's literally even if trash. you know, as you said, they throw them down there by the down by the railroad tracks and such. And I mean, it's it. I've I've always said that ba- the idea of banning guns is is ludicrous because it's like who who who's actually going to show up and, and come get them? Like, really? So, I I have an antidote 
to go with the uh this no how do i want to say this i have a story to go with my position on this uh so when i went down to texas uh to visit my buddy this is a few years back he lives in the dallas fort worth area uh we went to a barbecue spot and walking to the restaurant i noticed everyone had their car windows down uh and i'm like texas heat whatever but it was still kind of weird that people would just leave their cars with the doors down that was you know a little weird we go into the barbecue place and i'm looking around and there are no security cameras anywhere on the ceilings like anywhere and and i said hey what what the fuck is going on like what what does is that is texas really that safe why isn't anyone you know where's the security cameras and he turns to me and he says everyone in this building has a gun no one's stupid enough to rob this place and you realize that texans from a young age they're taught this is a weapon you need to be responsible this is how you use it this is how you be safe with it here's the safety here's this here's that they, they it is it's a very very important thing and you they make sure that you know what you're talking about you know what you have in front of you you know how to use it you you know it's they states like that tend to have lower gun violence. You know, education. Who would have thought education is a valuable tool? Some of these states also, uh, to flip it, have abstinence-only education for sex ed, uh, which leads to higher teen pregnancy rates in their states. Uh, so it's almost like, shouldn't that be like a, hey, look at both sides of that spectrum and say education is a powerful tool? That if you tell people proper education basis and proper education tools uh, that you know an uneducated society is no use to anyone no absolutely i can't agree i can't agree more you know and you know we have we have a little town down here in north georgia uh, it's a it's a whole count it's a whole county area. It's a place called Kennesaw. It uh, it has Kennesaw State University and quite other things that are going on over there too. But it is the safest town in the entire state because they have a mandatory own own a gun law there. Like which, which city again? Let me look it up. Let's it's it's called it's it's called Kennesaw. Snoops will tell you that it's bull, but as a resident of Georgia, like and used to do a whole lot of work up there like it is it it's even uh the school is even like it's one of the places that was at the forefront of encouraging the ability to carry in the state of georgia on the college premises and stuff and ever since we've started all of that like we have gone way down and even rape cases at georgia tech and stuff like that because a lot of people around the state of georgia Especially uh, even more so now that we don't have the uh, we have the John, constitutional it, it carry. It says Johns Creek is the lowest in all of Georgia. What's John, Johns Creek's Johns right Creek. there in that same in that same vicinity? However, sources rank Brazelton as the safest city in Georgia by a wide margin. Brazelton recorded just one violent crime in 2018. Property crime rate was nearly five times lower than the Georgia state right uh, statewide rate. What's in Kentucky? What's the safest town in Kentucky? That's interesting. But they, especially since they've done the uh, like the constitutional carry down here in the state, it has 
it has gone like way down in the in the college towns and stuff like that. Like you're not hearing of abduction cases, and there's you know we're we run into a lot of the same stuff out here. Like I'm I'm in a a bumfuck middle of nowhere town, and you're gonna see exactly what you just said if you were to come into this area of Georgia. You know, people on the downtown strip in the little square or whatever with their doors unlocked and their windows open and everybody just carrying on. And 98% of the people that you're walking past are definitely carrying. And I've, I'm, I'm the kind of fellow that's, you know, an armed society is a polite society kind of guy. Like that's just always been you and my, grandfather my perspective. Used to say that exact same thing. On, like, when well, it's true armed, though, but it, everybody's safer because and it's true though. Hey, it. completely off subject. Who's your, who's your new incoming mayor? Now that Beetlejuice is out. Uh, we are about to have a runoff. It is going to be between Paul Vallis and Brandon Johnson. Are, yeah. Are, uh, anybody are have either of those looking to be better than uh, Beetlejuice? the outing? Yeah, Beetlejuice. Yeah. You know what my biggest problem with Lightfoot was? She was from Ohio. Uh, we need to stop letting graduates <laughs> explains- from the University of Chicago move to the city and think they could run it. That is unacceptable. Uh. But that's that's no my 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 issue with her in reality. Well, we don't need Stacey Abrams down here uh, and trapping people downtown uh, because they were protesting. Wait, wait, where's Stacey Abrams from? Look at, light, look at the progression of Lightfoot in her political career, and look what politics did to her. She was already Beetlejuice. If you look at what what if if you look at Wisconsin. her in the. If you look at her when she started in politics and her progression to where she ended up as mayor, you will see what like big politics did to that to that woman. You know, if you did the same the same thing with Jacinda Jacinda uh, what's her name from New Zealand? Oh, I mean, she is wow. naturally older, but yes, she was stunning in the past and the drug abuse yeah. did her down because you can tell and, that and that's politics really- destroyed her if and that is a that that is a if you look at major politicians that stay in office for a, a great a great number Mitt of Romney. years <clears throat> he has no stress <laughs> he just is a binder you know, full of women it, it really is Anyway, the whole oh crap, <laughs> the whole There's idea no definitive though, answer for Kentucky. The whole the whole idea though of you know armed obviously that seems to be something you're definitely going to be behind. So I, I mean I I know we can come to an agreement there. I think that's where you were kind of headed to is the whole armed society, polite society idea. Yes, and, uh, I also believe that armed minorities or yeah, armed minorities are harder to oppress. Uh, yes. so I think, uh, arm everybody. I, I, that's, uh, that's my stance. I think everyone should have gun and sex education in schools. I think that from a young age, you should be taught these things, how to be safe in both areas. I think society would improve vastly if people, uh, you know, if you're going to fuck around, have safe sex, no reason to bring kids involved. That's my whole thing. Yeah. Also. Uh, if you want to end abortion, you should be pushing safe sex and contraceptives and all these things and making financial viability not an option for or financial unviability 
like, oh, I can't afford to have this child. Like, that should never be an answer. Like, in order to eliminate abortion, you don't ban it outright. You're supposed to eliminate the factors that necessitate an abortion until it becomes an archaic relic of the past. Uh, that's my stance. That's, that's a great answer. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I appreciate that answer. You covered everybody's ass in the process. <laughs> you accidentally covered everybody's wishes. So that's a great... <laughs> Great way to ride the wave of the so, subject. I agree so, with you a lot. So what, I guess, what is, what's coming up for you in the near future with all of this pirate party stuff? So for me personally, uh, my plan is to really focus on 2027 as being the, so 2027 uh, election years for Chicago, they happen uh, right before the presidential election. So 2023, obviously, was the mayoral year this year. We had the aldermen all switch, you know, had their election as well. Uh, 2027 is the next election year. I want uh, the Chicagoland Pirate Party to have candidates in every aldermanic seat. I want us to have a candidate for the mayor. I would like to see us running in the suburbs. I, I want to see, I believe that, the United States Pirate Party is good at the national level. Like, like I, I'm very proud of the, the Pirate Party. I think it's a solid party. I'm proud to say I'm from the party. But Chicagoland's my baby. That is that is something I'm looking forward to, to working exclusively and raising. I, I think that it, there is no party that is very... There, there's no localized Chicago party. There's no party that says, hey... I love Chicago so much. I'm going to exclusively talk about issues pertaining to Chicago. So like, yeah, it, they, they will bring up the issues. Obviously the city, ha you, you can't avoid them, but we always talk from a very Republican Democrat, a very a Yankee standpoint, a very nationwide political viewpoint And Chicago transcends that. And I would think most places do. You know, that where you're not dealing with national politics in Chicago, you're dealing with Chicago politics in Chicago. Let's talk about Chicago. We don't have to talk about nationwide people when we're talking about Chicago. We can talk about Chicagoans. We can talk about what is actually important to us. We can talk about what's important to Chicago land. One of the key issues I want, and now it, it, like you'll never hear any other person say this. I think I'm a trendsetter when I do. Uh, we have to save Gary, Indiana. Uh, Chicago's violence, is, a lot of it is homegrown, of course, but Gary is a big source for violence coming into the city. Gary has a lot of people come in just to fucking stir shit up. You know, we had a fireman on 116th and Western get shot by some kids in Gary or from Gary who were trying to rob them. West, Western Avenue is not near the Indiana border. You know, but these kids came into looking for some trouble. It, you can't have a safe city of Chicago unless the surrounding areas are safe as well. You know, uh, we have to look at the entirety. Chicago is the heart of Chicagoland. Chicagoland itself needs to be healthy. You know, the, so I, I, I will be, you know, the next coming years, it's going to be, for me at least, when I say go local and support local and work on local issues, that is like I, I am truly going to be the, the at the forefront of that for Chicago politics. Uh, 
No, that that's outstanding. Like, I mean, that, that I, I, I look forward to seeing that. I look forward to seeing it kind of in, you know, other places too. You know, I mean, I, I know you guys have branched out further than, you know, the Chicago area and, you know, the Illinois area and stuff like that. You know, I, I, I see the stuff on the international stuff, of course, as well, but I, I see you over there. I was, I, cause I, that's where I found you, of course, was over there on Twitter was where I started talking to you. So, you know, I see you on Twitter always, you know, up in the conversation and stuff like that and throwing things out there. And, you know, I, I, I applaud stuff like that. I do too. I do it in, in meme form, you know, is it's just, that's just, that's just my shtick, I guess. It's just always, it's always fun to get that laugh across as, as well on top of everything else from my perspective. But like, you seem to like be hitting in those right places of these top issues that so many people are, you know, are concerned about. And, you know, I, I know, I know that in general as a whole, really people are tired of the duality, like completely. They're, they're really done with the whole duality system, the whole uniparty that's going on that we have currently and the nonsense that they play. And there are quite a few people that are also fed up with the idea of the libertarian party. And that's just because the libertarians can't even get along with libertarians to make any progress in the libertarian party there. It, it, it as fun as it may seem, they just don't seem to be able to come to conclusions amongst themselves. And I think that's a problem in their own aspect and why they've had so much trouble over the past, however long they've been doing their thing and seeing, something like this growing so exponentially and so you know just vividly and having true you know like i true values to stand upon like this is this is what a lot of the this is the idea of political reform just in general like this is the idea of how there actually needs to be some change done and people like yourself are here actually working on the forefront of that and i find that absolutely beautiful you know like that me and bandit go back and forth about there's totally good guys that we don't hear about working hard out there you know what i'm saying like even even if they're not in the spotlight there's totally good guys out there trying to do the right thing when all you ever hear about is the klaus schwabs and the bill gateses and the other psychopath billionaires that are wanting to turn themselves into dinosaurs or whatever the hell they're up to like it it's it's just such a shit show up there nowadays that I think people really do want something of value they can stand on. And I can really say, especially so much in this conversation tonight that you guys are something I could even get behind, even being somebody that's like voting's a sham. Like, you know what I mean? But like, I just, it's, it, that's always been my aspect, but you guys actually have real things that you can touch on that mean things to me and mean things to a lot of people that I talk about and that even listen to the show and stuff. It, 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 it's good to hear somebody hit right on the nerve. And I guess I caught it right with this pirate niche. Oh, right on. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. And I just want to say it's the beautiful thing about pirate parties everywhere is even though we have that connection, the thing I think that I love the most about it is we are all different. We're all very unique. The Massachusetts pirate party looks nothing like the Chicagoland Pirate Party, which looks nothing like the Romanian Pirate Party, which looks nothing like the Australian Pirate Party, which looks nothing like the California Pirate Party, which looks nothing like the Brazilian Pirate Party. Like, we have pirate parties worldwide that are all interconnected because we all fight for the same values, but what we get to the nitty-gritty of it, the more local you get, the more localized you get with your pirate party, and you don't see that 
a lot of times with the Democrats, the Republicans, where it's their uh, adhering to the ideology politics first. Then uh, yeah, it, it, it absolutely is. They they have their platform and their message, and they push that. And then anything else, any other issues that gets pushed to the side. You know, you know, uh, we have a pirate in West Virginia. He's he has a website formed. So if anyone is listening in West Virginia, uh, hey, hit us up. He would love, you know, we'd love more volunteers out there. He was talking about how the local Republicans introduced a transgender ban bill. And everyone in the community is like, hey, there's like one trans person here and we love them. What do you like? This has nothing to do. Like, this is not important to us. Why are you introducing this bill? You know, and, and it was it was to their local county. It wasn't a nation. It wasn't a statewide thing. It was them, you know, pushing their narrative, their their anti-trans, you know, it, it's they're not talking about the issues that West Virginians actually want to talk about. They're talking about what the nationwide uh, culture war they can push. That's yes. what they, they that, choose to do. That yeah, seems to be the common introduced have nothing to do with putting child safety first it's and that's the problem is that it gets muddled because of that because some make just no sense because some basically if they do that they would ban all drag performances period so those are ridiculous i think tennessee is technically at that level of stupid you know it's correct no that's exactly it it's it's attacks on in, instead of actually focusing on issues that matter, it's bullshit like this, uh, which I don't like. And I don't think any pirate party would adhere to that. I think the, we, we would prefer to focus on shit that matters, like like the TikTok bans. Or, what's, your, or, your vis- what's your view on, that's a good one in tech, what's your vision on Section 230? Now, I'll be frank with you, gentlemen. I'm the worst... A technological pirate ever. <laughs> uh, like I support like right to repair and shit, but I couldn't tell you why. Like, oh like, no, I'm right genuinely... to repair is very simple. I mean, if we can't and, and, repair like, our, no, our like, farming equipment, we're all dead. Oh no, yeah. Like I believe you should be able to repair. You know, you own it. You should be. It's yours. Uh, that's I. Like I, if I, I bought this with my money, this is mine. I I agree. I can tell I you do that. whatever the hell I, I want with it and should have the instructions to fix it. I'm the platform chair of the United States Pirate Party, and I'm having a hard time being able to write that as a platform position. You know, just you, because you should I'm look not, up the I'm people not... that are right to repair and support them. If you are for right to repair, you should be like the Pirate Party supports you. And oh, believe me, we're we are in we're in full contact with a lot of them. Uh, we we actually we the the thing about the pirates, I wish we were doing more. Uh, with like the people that align with us, like these groups that believe what we believe, but for whatever reason, we we don't. I I try to coalesce with like uh, different political parties that kind of align with us, like me and the the United States Transhumanist Party. He has a, I believe, the vice president. He lives in Illinois, so I've been in contact with him. You know, just because we don't ideologically clash, uh, but but. To get back to two thirty, I have no idea. You're gonna have to. It's real good. It's complicated, so it's it's. I was just saying, but it's a complicated subject. So, you've answered the abortion question better than I would think almost any politician has in the history of of American politics already. So, <laughs> you were able to appease 
both sides in one answer. Thank you. Thank you. So, so, you know, I, I, I have a, I have, you know, we, we, we get all this serious stuff going on and I've had this new segment that I've been working on here recently where I've got, I've got a random question generator that I happen to find online. It's like an AI kind of thing. And I like to like light hearten things up. So I'm going to hit the random question generator and see what it gives me tonight for just something kind of silly and random to ask you. Cause it's always good to, you know, loosen things up and get to know folks a little bit better, I think, and have a little bit of fun with them. So tonight's one that it brought it up to me, it says, uh, Sorry, it's being slow. I'm mad to apologize. <laughs> if you could bring one fictional character to life, who would it be? Oh. Oh, if I could bring one fictional character to life, who would it be? Uh, I would bring Ed from Ed and Eddie. Uh, he... You know what? Uh, I'm a goofy guy. Uh, I admit that. Which and Ed, I do though? think that, like, watching Ed and Eddie, like, t- like eyes glued to the TV and watching Ed thinking he was the funniest, I think that shaped who I was as a human being. Uh, but, like, he's also stronger than Goku. So, like, if he's your buddy, like, you're fucking, you're, you're, you're set. Like, he, he, that, he, that he would be bizarre to break. like, a slide and just, like, ingest it. Like, He's written stronger than Goku. I would absolutely bring Ed from Ed and Eddie, and he'd be my bud, and we'd be bud, be Mitch and Ed. I love it. No, I love it. That's original. I'll give you that. That's pretty original. Again, you, you caught me off guard with that. Yeah. I totally did not question. expect that, but man. I, I don't know, man. Why? That, that, that's a. That is a good choice from that from that show. That's a good choice. What, what about what about you? Ben? That's a good choice. Uh, do, do, I, do, these questions are generally open for the for the whole I, crew that's on board. So what's, man, what you got I, tonight? Uh, <sighs> one character. One character, man. Well, I'm going to skip you and go to Louise. Luis, if you could bring a character to life, we're gonna let Bandit think about it for a moment. He's over here contemplating hard. That's a that's oh honestly, if 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 we if we can uh, manage it, because anybody from the Dragon Ball Z universe is way too overpowered. Those people are like accidentally I blew up a planet, so those people are out of the question. They're gods essentially. Pop Papa Popeye could be anyone in the Dragon Ball universe. Fight me. <laughs> I'll play safer. He just needs drugs instead of sensu beans. Uh, he needs. To I would pitch. probably bring Vigo back from Ghostbusters too. Oh, that 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 dude's wow. pretty badass, man. Wow, that, that's, that's not, not a that, villain. Okay, you brought a why villain. Why not? I mean, why not? Why why do the good guys always have to win? You know, I mean, wait, what if Vigo was the good guy? What if though? Um, I mean, no idea. No. <clears throat> that was always my thing about movies like that. It's like, why can't we have a movie where the bad guys win? We do. 
It's called reality. But they're but you know coming to they're not winning though. They're not winning though. They have been for a long time. We have to. They're trying everything they can right now. They're not winning right now. What what about that movie with Michael Douglas when he's like fucking the stiff and the with the tie and he's like shooting up the restaurant because they won't serve him breakfast. Falling down. Is that, is that what the movie is? I mean, yeah, falling down, is, man. All I know is the, fucking, yeah. the feds got him, so the bad guys won that one. <laughs> He's not wrong. Uh, <laughs> You're not wrong. Man. Okay. You knew the name of the movie. I would have assumed you saw it. So, sorry, oh, I, sorry yep. gang. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I was going to say Dark Phoenix. Dark Phoenix. All right. Yeah, powerful Talk about overpowered. To... Talk about overpowered. We'll see. Goku. We'll Goku see. can literally just do this and every single one of those people disappear from the face of the earth. So could the Dark Phoenix. Exactly. That's why I want to make friends with them. Yeah. I mean, I think I think I think these Not are all the whole world burns. Hey, one of the two it, happens. And it totally wasn't like actually anywhere that i was going like i, I like the ed that was that was a that was south one you guys that was yeah you, guys, you you're 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 over here bringing back villains and you're bringing dark phoenix to life like which is a villain maybe not villain you were thinking human weren't you you were you were you were like bring no i mean i'm okay with cartoons i watch a lot of cartoons i love cartoons yeah, i guess we're gonna yeah, go yeah, the cartoon yeah. route yeah. if we're gonna go to cartoon route then like ah uh, I would have to say that I would want to hang out with Master Shake from Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Really? Not yes. Not Frylock. I've I've hung out with I've hung out with the guy who is Frylock in real life, so that's already knocked off my list. Oh, how wow. was he? He is a blast, and if you ever happen to run into him in Myrtle Beach and you're partying with him on the beach, um, make sure you bring lots of skiing equipment because he skis more than anybody I know. Uh, <laughs> sounds like a fun fry guy. He he was a blast, and like I was, I the year that I met him, I was dressed as Dumb and Dumber Pool. Um, I did a Deadpool Dumb and Dumber crossover. We had the orange and blue suits with even with matching masks and everything, and the top hats and canes. And I even had a briefcase that had IOUs inside of it. And when I walked across the front of him, he was like, "I have to take a picture with you guys." And I was like, "I want to smoke a joint with you." And that's the best intro sir it it turned into it turned into a the all evening hanging out with this guy after the con closed for the evening and he came back over there to the area where us with us which happened to be bike week so we all partied with bikers and frylock for a saturday night in myrtle beach one year and it was probably one of the best times i ever had up there like it it I mean, I don't know. It's just wild stuff like that, man. We're I, I'm the adventurous kind of guy, you know. Like I, I like to not say no to the situation. If I get invited to go get into something, I'm the guy that's like, let's do it. If I'm not the guy that's coming up with the idea, because it's just, uh, you know, we're only here for a short time. Why, why be a Debbie Downer and not go enjoy something fun or do something interesting or meet wild people? Because you never know what kind of time you're gonna have. The the con world, especially. I have rubbed elbows and hung out with quite a few cool folks that I've 
watched on some shows that I enjoy and stuff like that, that as far as I know, they're not on any, any lists or anything, but they're, you know, they're, they're actually, they're actual decent people that, you know, you, you, you run across and you're just like, wow, like that. It it's nice, man. It's nice to see people like that, that aren't psychos on TV telling you that you should rub, you know, foreskin on your face to, you know, make it last longer or whatever they got going on and stuff. It, it's always a wild time. So, but man, I, I appreciate you this evening and stuff. And I like to go around and see if there's anything that, you know, like any last minute things or anything. And of course, plugs like that. So where can everybody find you? Uh, so if you're looking for the United States Pirate Party, you can go to uspirates.org. We also have a Discord server, which is the best place to meet pirates across the country and connect with pirates in your state. That's where we do a lot of business. So you can always come to an outreach meeting, a platform meeting. We always post links whenever we go live for YouTube because we, we live stream all of our meetings. Uh, so on uh, YouTube, you can find us at United States Pirate Party. We live all our uh, Sunday PNC meetings. Uh, if you're looking for me at the Illinois Pirate Party, that's uh, ilopirates.org. Uh, you can find me at SwarmCareMNGR. I think that's my tag. Something like that. Uh, but that's, uh, yeah, I don't think there's anything else to plug. Uh, you're all invited to the pirate party. You're, you're, you, if, if you guys want to join the crew, we'd love to have you. You're, you, you're, you're all, you're all swell. Mm. Well, 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 thank you. Um, do you guys, I, I do have something. Do you guys do like, um, <clears throat> um, I know a lot of like off kilter like uh political parties like to get involved with like charity events uh host like um help out around towns and stuff like that i mean do you have any of that going on nationwide that you'd like to talk about real quick no nothing but that is something we do strive for and i don't think it's something we've done recently so Maybe that's something I bring to the board this Sunday. Maybe hey, we should. Uh, I can, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, could, I can. I can throw a suggestion out there and some stuff that are good at helping get these little grassroots voluntary things up there, which is with our friend exactly. over there, Spike. That's what I was over there, Spike Cohen. That's what I was going for. Yeah, he does the power for the people. Um, that I've, I've actually signed up with that group and stuff too because it is trying to help people get their liberties back without it being, you know. Uh, without it being like government interference and stuff, man. Like, I don't know. some good stuff. You should definitely check into it. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'd love that. Sorry, Ben. I didn't mean to steal spotlight. No, 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 no. That's all right, man. It's just like, <clears throat> that is like one of the best ways to get your name out there and get like your whole, um, like your, you know, get the party name and get, get what it, it's all about out there is to get involved in like local community events oh yeah Luis absolutely you got anything for the for your final thoughts of the evening buddy we definitely must look at the other options seriously as we can we are no longer taking the left and the right in any way seriously and maybe it can be an idea that sounds as loony as the pirate party to become something mainstream enough to be break up that duality so explore it. I mean, there's uh, nuance there, to all things, but if it aligns with you, that's what matters. 
And might even as say, small as you guys are, do you guys have a presidential candidate for 2024? Ooh. Uh, stay tuned. Uh, See, uh, seriously, though, seriously, though, I mean, as ridiculous as that sounds, you, you can. I mean, if you're well, a political party. <laughs> Do you guys know who the, do you guys, have you guys ever heard of the Prohibition Party? Do you know of the Prohibition Party? Oh, I'm familiar. I believe I follow them on their Twitter. I do. Uh, I follow their Twitter. Their presidential candidate is Zach Strength, a former Division I football player. That That's the presidential candidate for 2024, Zach Strength. Hmm. Interesting. Well, but so we, we, we have, uh, We've been in contact with uh, some folk that uh, we think would be a. We think that we're, I don't want to. I don't want to spoil anything, and I don't want to reveal anything uh, just yet. However, I think that our uh, candidate would uh, would be a supreme help to bring eyes to the party. Oh, uh, and, and see, uh, I just. Oh, I have to. I have to reiterate that we are in no way, shape, or form advocating for, you know, voting. Um, I, <laughs> no, I mean, no, hey, I, no, uh, hey, listen, voting yeah. at the national level will only get you so far. If there's one message I'm going to get out of this, it is: please, you have to run local. You have to. You have to run. It, you you can't depend on other people to make a difference. If you think something needs to be changed and you think you have an idea of what can do better run for local office run for no people have no idea just how important library trustee school board member all these things they matter and they're constantly up for election there are constantly positions that go uncontested unchallenged and people get complacent in their taxpayer funded positions absolutely go out there and make a difference by running because you're never going to make a difference at the national level if the state level is still full of Republicans and Democrats, too. You have to put our people in. And our people is your people. Your people are us. We have to do this together. We have to defeat the, 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 the duopoly that runs this country can no longer. It is the, 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 the hey, two. J- Jimmy, who's responsible for the duality? Order. It, it's two wings of the same Martin, Martin they, Van they, Buren. They are dividing <laughs> this country more than they could than they could ever dream of saving it. We have to get rid of the duopoly. No, because we have to. A, we need a market. A divided country is easy to conquer. A divided country is easier to conquer and easier to control when the when the population is divided like that. You know, even something on something as simple as a political party affiliation. I have seen families like just go at each other for uh like one person is you know a member of a democratic party and the other person is a republican you know and families can split apart just because of a political party so imagine what it can do to a country i will not stand for yankee political division people say america first i say united states first we are states together we should embrace our uniqueness in our multicultural communities we should not be looking at each other as one group and saying we need to solve it in a certain image in a certain way. We are not America. America is the continent where the United States of America. Let's address ourselves as United States and let's to- look towards unity. Let's look towards uniting. Let's uh, let's yeah. embrace it instead of trying to to form it into something it's not. You know, we can as, fix this. 
Yeah, and and I think pirates could be the folks to fix it because if you look throughout history, you've got pirates from every walk of life, male and female, worldwide. And you know, something that they all had in common is they were free people. And and that's something that I've always been behind. And that's I mean that's 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 why when we start when somebody tagged me as captain conspiracy i decided to run with it one day and find, find my own band of freedom pirates and here we are today i mean it's just it's it's a beautiful thing and to see that there is a political group that has a lot of the same stances on things that are important to, it's just this is beautiful i think tonight has been an absolute blast and i've you you're going to be the one that actually pushes me to download discord so that I can keep up with you guys a little bit better. You know, I've had, I've had plenty of people invite me and I got it on the computer, but I can keep up with it better on my phone. And you guys might be the group that causes me to keep up with it. Cause I, I do like what, what you got going on. And I would love to speak with even more of you. I'd love to have you guys back again. I it's, it's, it's been a great night tonight. And I think anytime that you guys want to have something important, you'd like to get out, you're more than welcome to bring it to this platform. And, you know, that that's that pirate love, man. Like I, I would gladly give you guys a place to spread that message worldwide. Cause that's where you can find us on platforms all over the world for sure. Cause all you folks out there that are listening and watching everywhere and the numbers have been up and stuff like that, you know, we can't, we can't thank you enough. Like we greatly appreciate it. Me and bandit go back and forth about it all the time. He gets excited and sends screenshots to me. So like you guys keep showing that support and love, man. Like it's, it Damn. means a lot to us. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, and share, share, share. And, you know, we've, we're always popping up in different places too, man. We got a section over there at unconstitutionalawakening.com that uh, shows you UA and other places, man. We, we, you never know where we're going to pop up, bro. Folks are inviting us around and like having conversation with us and stuff. So there's, you can't get enough of us. There's us there. You can also catch me on Saturday nights, the Red Pill Project on Makes You Think. And then every time we load an episode up here, man, we got, we always got something good to share with you guys. And I think tonight's been one of the more, progressive nights of the evening that i've had in a little while so anything we have talked about you guys you know i'm going to have links with this episode wherever you listen wherever you watch as well as links to get back to mitch and everything he's got going on man and if you're up there in chicago man this is the guy you guys need to be paying attention to and supporting man i think he's he's the guy that's you know definitely for y'all when it comes to doing something different up there because boy has it been a mess and of course we're still doing the whole pirate trivia questions your multiple choice question tonight to win you some sweet unconstitutional awaken in the podcast stickers we've got these bad, new batch of stickers in recently and we've got even some more coming now so tonight's pirate trivia question is still multiple choice so a typical pirate plunder was a doubloons b spices c the pieces of eight or d tobacco and silks you guys can answer that question at unconstitutionalawakening.com underneath this episode we appreciate it you guys thank you and have a great night